0: Right now, I need to go to the newsmaker line. Standing by is somebody, at least from my perspective, who over a course of time has become a great dear friend to the Pat Miller program, the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, and the gentleman that oversees the IsraelChildren.org uh, organization. Uh, we're talking to our good friend David Rubin. Uh, David, good afternoon to you, sir.
1: Well, thank you. Good to be with you, Pat.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm glad you're there to be with us. Um, what what a horrific few days in the nation of Israel, as you know, Kim and I were just there back in late February, early March, and it's just amazing to see some of the places that we witnessed uh, now being uh, blown up, burnt up, attacked by missile, attacked by soldiers. This is a horrific day. In fact, David, I've, I've had a lot of people, and you'll know better, this, in fact, is the deadliest day in Israel's history, is it not?
1: Uh I well I think we could say that. I think we could say that certainly since uh since nineteen uh forty eight and and probably more than nineteen forty eight when the state of Israel was established. Uh, because here we're talking about uh, we we're talking about a tremendous amount of dead, a tremendous amount of wounded and a tremendous amount of hostages taken.
0: Well, well, and some of the videos I've seen, and I'm going to be honest with you, David, I watched about three of them I couldn't watch anymore. They're, they're too brutal. What they were doing to women and young girls was more than I could stand. Um, it, it's, it's just, you know, when you see a young woman bleeding from under her dress, um, you know, between her legs, and they pull her out of one— Vehicle and grab her by her hair, and as she's bleeding, they throw her into the back seat of a car to take her where they want to take her. These are animals. These are not. Uh, these are not people that are trying to wage some kind of a war because they're trying to get back land they've lost. These are animals.
1: Well, look, we we remember these pictures from from ISIS. We remember these pictures also from. Uh, the uh, from the Hebron riots and the riots in the, the Israeli cities of Hebron and Svat and Jerusalem, uh, which go all the way back to the 1920s. And uh, the, the scenes then were just as brutal. The difference now is that we have uh, videos all over the Internet.
0: Well, uh, which, yes, that's, that's exactly right. Very clearly. Yeah. Yeah. You have, ha- you have been surrounded by monsters for a very long time. Um, their their regard for humanity is non-existent. Um, it, it's just not. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, I need to tell people that, that we have changed a little bit, that you can now get to David's site if you'd like to give help. And I see some people are doing that uh, because there are a lot of people that are now being cut off from help, medical help, food, A lot of that's being cut off, and we've got to get help to them. You can find out more. Just go to IsraelChildren.org. That's IsraelChildren.org. You'll know you're on the right site. Shiloh Israel Children's Fund comes up at the top of the page. Uh, But it's talking about a lot. The reason I'm sending you there is you can donate uh, to this cause, as I'm doing right now, David. And we can donate to that cause from here in Indiana to show those of you in Israel, we have not forgotten you.
1: Well, th- thank you, Pat. That's uh, that's very moving, uh, given what we've been through, and and it it really it really means a lot to know that that we have people standing with us.
0: L- let me let me get a little political with you now, David. Yes. You know, I hate to do that. <laughs> um, what confidence do you have that our government here? will stand by Israel the way previous administrations have?
1: Well, the fact is that previous administrations have not. Uh, the Even the Trump in, administration, which was the most supportive of all of them, uh, after a couple of weeks, the pressure starts on Israel. I mean, what's what's been happening is that Hamas fires rockets at Israel. Hamas and Fatah, the other terrorist organization, uh, they, they, they shoot at Israeli civilians. They shoot at people's cars. I mean, you, you know, Pat, I, that I was wound, shot and wounded in my yes. car and my, and my three-year-old son was shot in the head. Correct. Uh, the, these, these are savages. And, and when, when people act like that, you know that you're not dealing with rational people. You you you're just not you're just not and uh, so so what 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 do we do about it what 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 does sane people do about it Mm -hmm. and the bottom line is that we have to fight these battles ourselves Uh, we 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 need all the help we can get we we will welcome all the help that we could get but the the fact is that the that the American government, like most governments around the world, have not really stood with Israel once Israel starts winning. We we have all all these rocket attacks. We have all this hostage-taking. And true, this time it's far worse than the other times. But what always happens is that once Israel really starts fighting back and starts winning, then the whole world is in a state of alarm. Yeah. What can we do to stop them? They'll send the the head of the U.N. and they'll, they'll send the Secretary of State and and all these European leaders and the European Union. And they, they all come and they give their self-righteous uh, preaching to Israel and saying you, you have to agree to a deal. You have to agree to have a ceasefire. Well, there's a point at which that has to end. There's a point at which Israel says no enough. We really have a right to defend ourselves. It's not just a slogan. And I hope and I pray that Netanyahu, especially especially since he's nearing the end of his career, and I know he's very concerned about his legacy, if he wants to have any legacy left, he's going to have to wipe out ISIS completely. And that's going to take a number of weeks, maybe maybe even a few months.
0: I th- to, to that end, I thought it was interesting that, that your prime minister this morning, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, made the statement that we have to redevelop the Middle East. In other words, what the Middle East now is not what the Middle East is going to be when this is done.
1: Well, that that's only going to happen once we defeat our enemies. Uh, once Once the... You know this myth of the of the Palestinians uh, deserving their own state. Once once that myth goes out the window, uh, then there can be great progress in the Middle East and great cooperation.
0: You know, you talked about how some people, as soon as you get in, and usually this is what happens: somebody somebody throws a huge boulder at Israel, and as soon as Israel starts to throw a few pe- uh, pebbles of gravel back at them. Somebody over here starts screaming, well, it's time for a ceasefire, it's time for a ceasefire. I was astounded, absolutely astounded, that yesterday morning, Sunday morning here in the U.S., Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman from New York, not my favorite, was already calling for the fact that Israel must do a ceasefire. Why must Israel do a ceasefire? Why isn't she screaming at Hamas, you guys need to do a ceasefire? You guys didn't start this.
1: Why? Because she wants to see Israel destroyed. I'm not just saying that. She wants to see Israel destroyed, <laughs> as do her close colleagues in Congress, in the Democratic Party, in the left wing of the Democrats. Uh, that's what they want.
0: Yeah. And
1: Biden, you know, Biden will give some nice words right now. I guarantee you, within two to three weeks, Biden will be pressuring Israel.
0: Yes, Absolutely. You know he will. Um, we're having a little bit of trouble right now trying to find out exactly where he is. Uh, the the word that I'm getting from a couple of sources in D.C. is that, in fact, he closed down uh, the news dome for the day, which means no more news, no more this, no more that. And some are saying that he's actually on a plane somewhere. And somebody told me, they, well, maybe he's actually on a plane toward the Middle East to help negotiate. That would be That would be striking to me. I can't imagine that's what's going on.
1: Well, that would be tragic. And as I said, if Netanyahu wants to have any career left, he has to say no.
0: Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Um, Latest I'm seeing, 900 dead, 2,500 injured, um, which is just amazing. Uh, Nine Americans among the dead. I'm not sure how many Americans among the injured. So this is not an Israeli-only situation here, uh, David, but obviously it's very Israeli-heavy. Um, have you been out of your house and out walking around your area there today?
1: Well, I have. What? Uh, I, I have. I've been spending a lot of time indoors, uh, but I, I have been outside. Yeah. What do I see? Depends on where you go. Uh, you know, in the... In the heart of Samaria, you know, in, in Shiloh or Shiloh, as Americans would call it, where 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 I am um, most of the time, uh, this is a, a place that has seen so much terrorism and so much suffering, yep, so much death and destruction uh, that that people here really aren't afraid, and and we go out and we we live our lives to whatever extent the uh, the military instructions are uh, the security uh, precautions and and we we do what we have to do, we do as much as we're able to do.
0: you ha- you have there within yourself uh, those of you in Israel, uh, an in an interior metal of character that allows you all uh, to stay strong in, in your in your being, if not anywhere else. and David, that's nothing new. like you said since nineteen forty eight. Since Israel was recognized as a fully established nation, half the world has wanted them to be torn down. And yet there you sit and there you stand. David, I need to let you go. I promised you 10 minutes and I think I'm a little beyond that. Uh, but I need to go. David, thoughts and prayers with you, sir. I hope a lot of people will follow me and also donate to the cause. It's a real cause. This is not just you know, this is not just more yarn for knitting. This is a real real need there in uh, the, the nation of Israel. But, David, for today, and I know I know you stepped out of yourself because I know tomorrow is your daughter's wedding, right?
1: Well, I hope so. Yeah,
0: so, and that's supposed I, to happen uh, in Jerusalem. I, I
1: hope so. We're doing a—it was already scheduled before this whole thing started, and it's it, we know that it's a wartime uh, wedding. We want to go forward with it on the, as planned, uh, well not exactly as planned now it, we had to change the location we're only allowed 50 people together at one time oh boy uh but these are security precautions yep you you got you have to do what around. you have, have to, to do it's going to be even lower yep i have no idea we'll yep. we'll find out we we live from day to day sometimes thoughts
0: and prayers I, and, but, and donations I appreciate to you the
1: support and the, and the caring and People should just get online and go to the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund, uh, israelchildren.org, and stand with us.
0: Yep, and we are, and that's the easiest donation I've ever made. David, I've got to run. I need to let you go. Blessings on tomorrow. I hope it's a great wedding. If you have a chance and you send me a digital picture of of the wedding tomorrow, that would be awesome. I'd love to put it on our site and let people know. That uh, Hamas wasn't able to stop everything. For today, uh, David, thank you so very much, sir. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. Yeah. One of the greatest men I've ever talked to.
1: Podcast by Federated Media.